0: Welcome to the Thankful Homemaker podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friends. I'm Marcy Farrell from thankfulhomemaker.com, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. And before I dig in, I have a quick favor. If this podcast has been an encouragement in your walk with the Lord, can you take a few minutes to review it or leave a rating where you listen to the podcast? It would be such an encouragement, um, and it's been such a help in other Christian women finding it, so thank you so much for those of you that have done that. I so appreciate it, and if you have a friend that you think it may be an encouragement to, I'd love you to share it with them. So we are already on episode 44, and it's a topic that we probably don't find ourselves talking about with others because it can be a bit uncomfortable, but it's one that I know we all deal with it is addressing our sins of jealousy and envy it just seems no matter where we are in life we can always find ourselves comparing ourselves to others i would think that at my age and stage of life already that it would be over but sadly it's not how often do i find myself in my head comparing the circumstances of my life to others too many so even though it may just be in my head it's still a sin and it may seem subtle but it's not because all sin is an offense against god and one that we must continue to do battle with so when talking about jealousy i want to start with um talking about the difference between jealousy and envy they kind of get thrown together but this is really important to understand So Jerry Bridges, favorite author of mine, I know most of you already know that, but in a book that I most highly recommend, his book, Respectable Sins, describes jealousy as intolerance of rivalry. So he shares that there are legitimate times to express jealousy, like when someone is trying to win your spouse away from you. I mean, our God declares himself to be a jealous God, and you think Exodus 25 there. God wants all of our affections and love. He wants our whole hearts. He doesn't want to share that with anyone. Our jealousy, though, becomes sinful when we become afraid that someone is going to be more successful or honored over us. King Saul's jealousy over David and think here from 1 Samuel 18:7 where he said Saul has struck down his thousands and David his 10,000s. That's an example of Saul's jealousy over David because honor was given to David and not Saul. At that moment he saw him as a rival, Saul did and jealousy took root. So I think one way that we can fall into this as women is with our friendships. I've been listening to a a good podcast I want to recommend on Biblical Friendship by Christine Hoover. It's, It's called By Faith, and I'll put a link to that. But she has a helpful book called Messy, Beautiful Friendship, and this season in her podcast, she's discussing biblical friendship each week on it. So on her September 4th episode, she had Kelly Needham on, and they were discussing healthy and unhealthy friendships. So when we remind ourselves of Jerry Bridges of that definition of jealousy again, <clears throat> it's just a good reminder. It's an intolerance of rivals, okay? So in our friendships, I want to walk through when we're dealing with jealousy and how do we handle it. So it's that moment in us when these feelings pop us pop up, um, when one of our good friends is meeting maybe with another good friend of ours. We can tend to want that relationship for ourselves and- become jealous and that's not a good thing right (laughs) so we talk there's a good jealousy with we have within our marriages right if someone's flirting with our husband this is appropriate jealousy it's normal and healthy because the definition of the intolerance of rivals falls here so as Doug's wife I am intolerant of rivals I am his he is mine and we are given in marriage to one another one flesh right under God. So just as our God is a jealous God, he is intolerant of rivals. God desires our worship of him to be with our whole hearts. No divided competitors, no rivals. Okay, but the problem of these feelings in friendship is that a friend doesn't belong to me. I don't own them. Now, I've dealt with these feelings in the past. And still today, sometimes I feel them pop up. I'm learning to address them more. And as obviously, as I study and do these things, I'm more aware of it, which is a blessing to me. That is a good thing. But listen, I'm sure we have all felt threatened when a good friend finds another good friend and they're hanging out together. And we may have a fear of losing our place in their lives. And deep down, our desire is to be, we want to be important to them, right? But we've lost our focus here. We need to have hearts centered on Christ and repent of these jealous feelings because they are sin. I'm going to call them what they are. My worth and my value need to come from the Lord and how he sees me. We're saying at that moment that God is not enough. And we need at that moment to ask God to fix our hearts, to help us to begin to think rightly. We need to remember to be the type of friend to others that we want them to be to us. So in those moments, We need to be excited for them and not jealous that they're having a good time pray for them with the hopes that they are with with the hopes and the reminder that these are friends who love jesus right they're hanging out together that's a good thing so pray for their relationship and their time together so the next area is envy and let's give a definition of envy and i'm quoting this one exactly from jerry bridges because it was just good and it was there and it was easy and put together for me all right so he said the painful and oftentimes resentful awareness of an advantage enjoyed by someone else sometimes we want that same advantage leading to the further sin of covetousness and sometimes we resent the other person having something we don't have i really like this nexus closing party uses but we don't just envy people in general usually there are two conditions that tempt us to envy first we tend to envy those with whom we most closely identify and second we tend to envy in them the areas we value most okay so that was all worth quoting because it made me ponder and look deep into those moments when I find myself envying others it isn't talented musicians or celebrities or sports heroes I envy we tend to envy the people just like us they may have an advantage I don't have or get recognized over me, even though I'm doing the same things. And it's ugly because it isn't only wishing I had what they have, but that they didn't have it. So can't we find ourselves doing this in our lives when we may see a friend get married and we want to be married, or a friend has a great marriage and we're in a challenging marriage, or a friend's ministry at church is more attended than your ministry at church, or maybe more praised than yours? Or you have a child with health health issues and difficulties, and your friend has children with no health issues. Um, Or you want children, and you don't have them, and your friend seems to have no problem having children. Or your friend is more beautiful, or more fashionable, or more more well-liked than you. This is where envy comes into. And what are we forgetting here? So in the midst of the sinful thinking of our envy and jealousy, what are we forgetting? we're f- we're thinking in our minds that God has held out on us. That's what we're thinking. And our eyes are only on ourselves. We forget that he ordains seasons and times for each of us. We forget that he's continually working all things out for our good. We forget that he has gifted us in so many different ways from one another, right? We forget that it is God who sovereignly gives us all things. And we forget he's sovereign over all things. Basically, we leave God out of the picture Jerry Bridges said if we are to successfully combat the temptations to envy and jealousy we must mentally bring God into the picture we must remind ourselves that he determines not only what abilities we have but also the degree of those abilities and the blessing he will bestow on their use and that was from respectable sins so how do we battle this temptation all right it can be easy to excuse this sin in our lives because many times it's inward and it may not even come out as visible to others. But I want to remind us that it's listed as one of the vile sins that Paul Mesh mentions. Um first I'm going to read Romans 1:29 through 32 here. It says, They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They are full of envy. Murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice to them. And then also Galatians five, nineteen to twenty one this is a passage that comes really right before the fruit of the spirit now the works of the flesh are evident sexual immorality impurity sensuality idolatry sorcery enmity strife jealousy fits of anger rivalries dissensions divisions envy drunkenness orgies and things like these I warn you as I warned you before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God so in these moments we have forgotten the gospel every day we are doing better than we deserve we forget how sinful we are and the only thing we deserve is god's judgment for our sins and that is hell romans 6 23. does that sound harsh it's a reality if you're in christ you have been shown undeserved grace and mercy from our lord and have been granted eternity in heaven psalm 103 10 tells us he does not deal with us according to our sins nor repay us according to our iniquities So when I look to the cross, it should bring about humility in my life and make me less likely to be jealous of others or to fall into the area of comparing myself to others, but remind myself, what do I have that I deserve? When we find ourselves dealing with jealousy, Comparing ourselves to others or envious of others, it's like we're saying to God that we're not satisfied with what he's given. The Bible tells us to be content in all circumstances, Philippians 4:12, because our God will never leave us or forsake us, Hebrews 13:5. Battling jealousy needs to be done by seeing more of Jesus and less of ourselves serving others and spending time studying the word so our minds are transformed romans 12 2 is where heart change begins we are forgetting that as believers we are all part of the same family and on the same team. Romans 12:5. Paul reminds us to outdo one another in showing honor. Romans 12:10. So instead of showing jealousy or envy over their accomplishments or achievements, we need to be rejoicing with them. Um I think here of I don't think that's the right reference I have. I want to say it's Philippians 4:4 4, 4 maybe, but rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. I put Romans 12:5 and in my mind I'm not sure but we all know that verse rejoice with those who rejoice weep with those who weep lastly when we are so focused on others we lose focus on what the lord may be actually doing in our lives we must trust that god knows what is best for us and he he is continually seeking our best that is such a great place to be reminded of continually may we continue to pray for the lord to make us content in all the various circumstances and situations and relationships of our life Philippians four eleven through 12 says not that I am speaking of being in need for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound in any and every circumstance I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger abundance and need the beauty of being in Christ is that as true believers, we all win the prize. There is no need to have envy and jealousy le- Jealousy lead to competitiveness in our lives with others. God has created each of us unique to fulfill his purposes in this world. We only have to fix our eyes on Jesus. I want to end with a quote from Jerry Bridges. He says, the cure for the sin of envy and jealousy is to find our contentment in god so my friends jesus is enough always thank you again friends for your time today you can find the show notes and the resources mentioned at the blog over at thankfulhomemaker.com and i look forward to my time here with you next week have a blessed week my dear friends